Welcome everyone to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host Scotty McCoy and boy do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now Bruce Morris and he played Mr. Wynn in Serious Profession or shall I say he plays Mr. Wynn in Serious Profession which is an upcoming indie film from Key 13 Film Partners which I'm excited to promote for them. So hey Bruce how are you doing? Awesome, brother. I'm doing. I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm excited to have you on. I know I reached out to you and to Rick around the same time. I asked uh, Matt Anderson uh, if he would be able to, um, if like it was okay with him if I promote Serious Profession with his two lead stars in it. And he's like, have at it. So I, you know, reached out to you and I reached out to Rick and basically the same time I heard it back from you and we awesome. made it happen. So I'm excited. Um, I know that uh, I didn't know this, but uh, I know you're from the Baltimore area and I'm probably in that uh, DMD actors group with you. And I didn't realize this, but I had you on my Facebook uh, for about a year and a half now. I didn't realize that until recently. I think we lost him. Oh, you okay. lost me? Yeah. You hear me? Okay, awesome. Jesus, what's going on in that? Oh, but no, um, yeah, um, yeah. When you reached out to me, I uh, reached out. I was, I looked. I was like, oh wait, I, I know, I know this name. So I thought like, the chair. I was like, oh wait, I, did, I know this guy. I've been on here for good, quite a good minute now. So yeah, I mean, I popped in. I've seen like some of your work and stuff pop um, popped in my feed. So yeah. I was like, yeah, it's awesome to hear from you. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad to have you on. I mean, uh, and I, like, and before we get into the questions, I just want to let everybody know I had Rick on I believe, yesterday, and I'll be having Rick and Bruce on on Monday at 7 p.m. Uh, sometime later that night, I'll have it uploaded, of course, but uh, I have you back for a second dose uh, for a group uh, interview, which is exciting. So I'm excited about that. Awesome, awesome. I can't yes. wait. It's awesome being with Rick. <laughs> it's really cool. I, I don't know if you've seen the interview I had with Rick, but it was pretty funny. Like the last 10 minutes we were geeking out over programming stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Really cool. Oh man. Yeah. So the first question yeah. I got in, I got for you, uh, how did you get your start into acting? So I got my start just about like three years going like, oh yeah, going like three, four years now. So, um, yeah, it, I, I was just normal, you know, just normal everyday life. I was working on um, warehousing. So I worked warehousing for like, geez, like 10, 11 years. Wow. And, um, yeah. So I just, um, it just, I got, it was just like, you know, that tiring, I just got, you know, tired. It just was felt like it wasn't meant for me. And, um, I've always had a passion for film. I've always, I love, I'm always a movie guy. I always kept myself, you know, reciting lines and stuff, you know, just as just a thing to do. And I, uh, got like, I left a shift one day and I like got in my car and I just broke down. I just broke down. And like coincidentally, my mother called me and she gave me a call and was like, um, like she could tell something was up. She's like, what, 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 what's your deal? What's wrong with you? And I told her like, I'm just tired. This isn't what I want to do. And she asked me like, what do you want to do? And she was, I was, and I just, I was like, I want to be in acting. I want to film. Like, I want to get into acting, but I had no idea how to get into it. And she blurs out, you know, I know an actor. And I'm like, like, who do you know that I, like, who do you know? Like, what, where, where did this is, it was like, I'm like, where did this come from? Like, who do you know? And then she was told me she knew Lion Beckwith. Now he's um a well-known, well, just the, literally a front runner for the DMV um, filming, um, filming industry. So um, yeah, I reached out to him and 
uh, he reached he reached back out to me like I think probably like a week later, and dude, we sat on the phone. We spoke for like three hours, like a three hour long conversation, and we just we just kicked it off. And from there, I was literally under his wing, and he got me. He literally just got me where I needed. He just showed me the ropes, showed me where I needed to be. You know, um, did uh, intensive um, acting classes with him. Phenomenal, phenomenal teacher. Like this guy took my performed monologue, never read it before, and I performed it from him, told me it was good. He performed it in his in his way. My blew me away. Nice. Blew just blew me away. And just literally just from that moment on from that moment, it was just it was just go went away. It just went on from there. I got my first lead role in the um uh, uh, short film. It was called Heaven Sent. So I got first lead role in that. Um, and I, my first actual gig, I worked on Charm City, uh, Charm City Kings. So it just, it, it just was my. I loved it. I loved the people I was around, the passion, the energy, and it was just like I was home. It was just meant for me. Absolutely. And I just never looked back. Never looked back. That's awesome. And it's funny. It all starts with your mom secretly knowing this actor. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's really awesome. So, uh, did you have an audition for Serious Profession? And if so, what was the audition like? I did. I had two auditions. I had uh, two, ooh, two or three auditions. Sheesh. Um, <laughs> so the so the first audition. So um, I saw it because I'm with. Uh, I was you know always follow uh, Key Thirteen films and you know, uh, with Matt and them. So when I saw that they had the casting call out, you know, I put in for it got the information, got the feedback, got the sides. And so I, when I did the audition, I ended up sending in two. So I did the first one. Now, when I read the character, the scene is an intensive car scene. So it really want, it really has to show some emo, is that emotion in there. So I did it, I did, did my vision of it. And when I sent it in, I think it was like by the end of that evening, or the next morning, something just wasn't sitting with me. I'm just like, it just something wasn't sitting with me that I wasn't, I just wasn't liking. I'm like, I know I, I feel like I did good, but it's just something there. So I just sent the email, I reached back out to the, um, reached back out to Matt, and I asked him, you know, what some character building things, like, you know, what leads up to that moment for Mr. Wynn? And like, what is his background? So once I got that information from Matt, I literally like I sat on it for like the rest of that day and kind of put myself in a like little you know and I embodied that information that he gave me and I did that I did that um I did a read uh read another take for my first audition sent it in um probably like I think that month later I got the call saying they're getting getting me back for a callback and when I did the callback that was so yeah two step two auditions so yeah did the callback met um met matt rick and all them guys i met matt in person finally um and just we and i can't even say it i just you know just zoned in it was great all the guys were just extremely welcoming yeah. matt is just great we love both love anime and stuff like that so we kicked off with that stuff um yeah but um i had there was a guy who was a runner-up for it named seneca he's also in the film so he plays um, um, an uh, old gang member that I was um, that I knew. 
And I found out that he was up for it. He was a runner up for it. And Seneca is a phenomenal, phenomenal actor. So I know that it was this decision for between me and him was just, was a hard decision for them. And it ended up working out because Seneca still got a role and he wrote him into the script. And I, I, I love working with Seneca because I worked with him on um, uh, another another film by that was directed by Kazar. So um, yeah, but it was just, it was just a real, it was just like, I, just, I was eager for it. I was eager for it. It was like the first role where I got to play like some type of, I wouldn't say menacing a little bit because anytime I do try to go for those roles, I get the, the, the nice guy, the pretty guy. The, I'm like, oh my God, I just want to be a mean guy once, just once. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting Matt. I never met Matt Anderson. We, I, we, I interviewed him uh, once, I believe, maybe twice. Um, but I, yeah, twice. Um, I interviewed him, and he's a really nice guy. I look forward to meeting him. I'm actually in his upcoming oh, a movie he's helping out on uh, Heavy Duty Man. So yeah. I'm looking at I, that was already announced that I'm a part of that. So I'm really excited to be to meet him in person because uh, we talked and we we text a lot, but I never met him in person. So it's really like we're finally excited to meet each other in the flesh. Yeah, man, great person. He's a great guy. Great that's guy. Awesome. So I asked Rick this question. I told him I was going to ask you the same question, and that's this time for the question. Uh, in your own words, um, can for people that don't know what serious profession is about, can you explain the plot of the film? So the plot revolves around, um, so two, two men, two collectors, mm-hmm. I would say that, we're two collectors, you know, we um, collect money for um, people that our boss, um, Mr. Cork, provides prote- uh, protection to. Mm-hmm. So, but it's not just that we're, do- we're just running around collecting money, there's, um, there's like a deeper meaning in it. So my character, Mr. Wynn, as you get to know him and understand him, you know, and hear like how lack of care he gives for things. It's more of um, trying to, I wanna say Mr. Kite is literally trying to save Wynn from a death path that he is on. Oh, you cut out again. And there and I'm with Mr. It's basically uh, we're losing you. No, 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 my back. Okay, my now back. you're back. I you froze for a minute. I'm back. Okay, sorry about that. No problem. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so yeah, but so um, so um, kite um, yeah, so kite is basically trying to rear um, steer when off of the dangerous path that he is on. So awesome. Yeah, so it's mainly about it's like I want to say just um. I don't want to. I can't. I want to say too much without giving it away. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean. But like the ending has like a quite a surprise for you when you check out how the the characteristics of win. Nice. That sounds really cool. Um, I I really can't wait to see this. Um, and it's not one of those typical um, you know, crime type of you know movies where you see the gun slinging and all that like it's 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 similar to but different if that makes sense like it's Mm. it's something that like is i like things that are more original like you know you don't want to see the same old same old all the time so right what rick was saying from what you're saying it seems like it's going to be one of those different type of crime uh drama type of movies which is big plus so um what was the best part about filming serious profession and what was the worst 
the best part is just the best part is being with every being with the cast, yeah. the cast and crew every day. That's just the best part. It's every day I look forward to going on set. You um, become your family. Hmm? You become your family. Yeah, every literally all the time. Like yeah, and we're literally we're literally like one big happy one big happy family. Nice. Um, meeting. Oh my god! So everyone discovered my hidden talent, which is that I can braid. I can braid hair. So <laughs> so um, yeah, working with so working with Annalise, um, the young actress who plays um, uh, Katie. She, um. I'm telling you guys now, she's she's a she's gonna be a force to be reckoned with in this industry. She's phenomenal. She's Rick like, said the same words, force to be reckoned with in this industry. Really, so, dude. Oh you heard my. it from Bruce. You heard it from Rick, so believe it. Yes, I'm telling you now, she's gonna she's gonna kill it. She's gonna kill it. Um, but working with her was amazing. We got we spent some time. I braided a doll's hair. You know, <laughs> so good. That was a good time. But um, but yeah, the worst part, dude, is the freaking heat. The heat being in that car, the sun is not our friend right now at all, <laughs> at all. Yeah, I know, and, and Rick was saying that you're wearing like like this all black suit and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine how hot that was. Oh my God, yeah. I'd be literally like that being like, okay, I need to bring another shirt because I want to end up sweating this thing out. I'm going to get it like, and it's literally, I got the tie. So every time the yell cut, I'm losing the tie. I'm losing the yeah. tie, okay. Ooh, we're getting ready. We're getting back. We're ready. Okay, you're right. <laughs> and I, and I didn't know this at the time, but I I told uh, I told Rick yesterday. I said, "Did you um put uh the air conditioning on in between takes?" He said, "We would have if the air conditioning worked." It doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> Dude, like we, I got in a, I got in a car and I'm like, "Why is it? Oh my! Why is it so hot? And it's more hot in here than it is outside." They had the, it was blowing, thinking it's gonna cool off. No, AC is shot. So yeah, if you see a sweat rolling down, that is not special effects. That is all me. That's all me. <laughs> so where was filming taking place? Like what towns in the DMV area? Was it in uh, Waynesboro or Frederick? Everything's Frederick. been so far around Frederick, Maryland. Um, yeah, everything's been around Frederick. So um, it's amazing, like how many different locations that you can use, and you you don't not even traveling that far out, and you're making a, a full film, a full film. Yeah, that's awesome, though. It's like, I mean, it really is like the DMV area is so big because you have, of course, D.C., you have Maryland and you have Virginia and all that. But Maryland itself is a really nice filming area. Yeah. Really nice areas between Westminster and Frederick. And, you know, just uh, the areas are so nice that you can get a lot of shoots and a lot of nice, vast areas. It's really, really amazing. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I didn't even realize, like, I didn't even realize, like, there were so many, like, of those the um, original old town like structures out in Frederick and still filming. That's yeah, that's awesome. Like, and it, it, it's beautiful. The town yeah. is beautiful. Absolutely. So, um, so speaking of Rick, I asked him the question, uh, the same question, just in reverse. Um, what was it like working with Rick? Anytime working with Rick is awesome. Anytime, it's just amazing. Like he, we, we, just, we talk. He has so many stories. So many about Thailand and and me. I love traveling. So Rick, he actually done, does has done a lot of traveling. So like just hearing about all the places and stuff like that is just amazing. Awesome. Me and Rick, um, it's like we always end up on set together. It's like we, it's like there's so many times where we just like we walk on set and it's just like, mm-hmm. dude, dude, oh, oh Rick. So. It's, so it's like that's another thing about the DMV area and filming is that the community is so tight in, in home that 
it's you're gonna wind up seeing someone that you know on set. I think I've seen Rick on a total of like eight different sets. Nice. And only like one of them being known and planned. That's it. <laughs> you know, it's funny they mentioned that because uh we discovered yesterday that we were in the same movie that we filmed i believe earlier this year um between december and like february um uh-huh. but we didn't have any scenes together never on set together but uh it was uh justin adams uh frosty's revenge season bleeding three mm-hmm. so I-, I played barry and he played i believe axel so that was that's pretty cool finding that out <laughs> um i think you cut out again you're back it's like you're freezing on my end and i'm freezing on your end i'm like okay which one of us is it oh god (laughs) (laughs) that's fine um so we know that a a large part of getting indie films made um especially serious profession is indiegogo crowdfunding campaigns um and there are bad campaigns out there of course that nightmare that happened literally in the title once upon a nightmare was a nightmare i don't know if you heard about that one but uh that one was a train wreck to begin with. And that one alone left a lot of people skeptical to donate to Indiegogo crowdfunding campaigns, which mm-hmm. having that happen prevents movies like Serious Profession from getting made. Yeah. So do you have any advice uh, to people that are skeptical to donate to the Indiegogo campaigns? I mean, it's, listen, there's this, it's nothing to be skeptical fully about, about donating through Indiegogo. I mean, you guys are are the ground point of how these films get made when you come to the funding and behind it. Um, it's like, yeah, we got some bad apples, you know, there's bad things and some bad things that happen, but um, it's it's like your the effort that we get from, not even effort, just, you know, just the, the help, the help that we get to make these films happen is what really puts things out there for the, you know, directors, the actors. So it's like those, the, the funding that we get through these pages literally helps bring us up, which also puts shines light on our area and yeah. things like that. So it's like definitely like getting, you know, the community's help. Um, it, it helps put our, it helps put us on the map. You know, it helps put us on the map. Everything you guys do matter. And it's, it's nothing to be skeptical about. We, it's all of it that comes in is all, it's loved, it's appreciated. And it's the, the, the more help that we get, it gives us more options to, to you know add on to the episode oh then you cut out again or we can be you know we can add those special jeez why am i still out am i still out i'm gonna be yelling like why okay but um but yeah so but yeah um we we love you guys we appreciate you guys and again um yeah it's you guys are literally the um the the front of us with um when it comes to these films Right. And what a lot of people don't realize, and I say this in a lot of interviews I have with uh, indie filmmakers and actors and all that, with the, the reason why the, we do these Indiegogos isn't because, like, you know, we want help making the movie. I mean, that's part of it. But making a movie isn't cheap. It really isn't. Yeah. It put it literally is where we get it. It gives us that, you know, that um, I don't know if you heard, I don't know if I cut out when I was saying this, but it gives us the options, you know, to add on those special effects, you no know, explosions, the things that we want, that we love in the movie, you know? Absolutely. And they aren't cheap to make. And I mean, can you do it with your own funds? 
possibly, but you don't want to. You, like, it, like you want like getting help, and that's the thing about the indie community, especially the indie horror film community. Yeah. We are all a knit family. Like, we are like our own little community. We're our own yeah. little family, and like those out there, like I mean, just like you know, with serious professions and phobias, and even seventy two, all those Indiegogo campaigns. Like, we had the love from the indie family, and. They literally like, you know, um, shared and donated and shared again, like, you know, and you don't have to donate if you can't afford it. But your one share I mean, can literally yeah, help. Right. Every dollar helps. Every dollar helps. It doesn't take it doesn't take a lot much. You know, it's not like we're asking for your soul. <laughs> like, but no, but literally every every donation helps. Yeah. It goes a long way. It goes literally a long way. Absolutely. And even and like there are some people that might not be able to donate. But sharing costs you nothing. And your one share can give us five different donations. Exactly. So, like, that could, that could be, you know, just your one share could be the reason why, you know, a movie like Serious Possession gets it. it could, yeah, it could be the reason. It could make or break a movie. It can make or break yeah. a film. Like, that one share literally can be what put that um, that funding in the right the right place yeah. where it, it drives it to it drives it to where the film can get made absolutely so what was your most memorable moment about filming a serious profession most memorable moment the most memorable moment is um getting the the most memorable moment is actually getting to fire the freaking gun. That's it. That's <laughs> that's that's my most memorable like my most memorable moment. I've just been like, ah, oh, I'm so happy. I finally get to shoot the gun. I'm, like, I'm like, assuming it's not a real gun. Uh huh. No. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> but it's cool though. Like like we were saying about the Indiegogo, the reason like that Indiegogo can you know be the reason why a prop gun can you know have the effects of a real gun. Like just simple things like that, you know what I mean? You know, like even with like your your five even your five dollar donation could be the difference between having enough blood or not enough blood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like it really it really does help, and uh, I mean that that's awesome. I know uh, Matt was talking to me about uh, about like donating the guns off, and Indiegogo didn't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was that was, but at least you still were able to get around that. Um, I mean, have you seen the um the knuckles, the brass knuckles from Rick? Oh, I haven't. Oh my God! I was like, he got he got them nice and engraved, got persuasion engraved in them. So yeah, that that's just that's awesome. awesome. That's and, awesome. Oh, actually, the, my another most memorable scene, the most memorable thing was the scene that we did with um ah oh, Jesus. The uh the scene that we just filmed in the we filmed it in the uh the, ah no the parking lot, um, Campbell sheesh the scene with Campbell so um yes yeah, so many names <laughs> but no but um yeah we did the scene that we did with Campbell that was my most memorable moment because we it was just like all three of us in that one scene mm-hmm. just was bouncing off each other it was, it was so the way it went was so smooth and great and it was like it was just like so and we were always so in tune it was just like it was just the energy that we had it was just so it was just nice the energy with us was just so i loved it i loved that's it that's awesome that's awesome so i'm gonna throw in a bonus question quick because it's similar to the eight, the next question i have on my list um but uh I, was there like any cicada issues or was there any pre- preparations for cicadas when no we haven't had those cicada issues at all well that's good <laughs> 
I had not an issue, but one flew on my car as I was leaving, saying oh. I was driving. I was like, like, dude, get, get out. <laughs> like, I just, everyone gets so scared. I just pick them just like, dude, yeah, I had, I had a cicada that uh, got trapped, you know, like, like the little thing in the, uh, like at the bottom of the, of the passenger door that like, it has like kind of like, the, yes, yeah. yes. So I had, I had one that got in there and I was trying to get it out and it wouldn't get out. I'm not touching that damn thing. So, <laughs> so I have this like very plastic barbed wire baseball bat, but it's like plastic. It looks totally fake. We were going to use it in our fan film that we had. We didn't use it because it looked totally fake. I got ripped out of my money. So I used it trying to get it out, but it wouldn't get it out. Like it was, I guess it wasn't thick enough or whatever. So I got the, the, I got, it was thick enough to fit in, but it wasn't thick enough like to scoot it out. So right. I ended, I'm like, well, this thing is not staying in my car when I have to drive home. So, and I'm not touching this damn thing. And I'm out in the parking lot trying to get this thing out. So what I did is I ended up getting the bat and I'm like squishing it and I'm hearing it like making this yeah. Making this noise, and I didn't want to kill it, but I had no choice because I didn't want it to fly when I'm driving, and like I don't want oh, to get killed man. in an accident or anything. Oh man! Everyone looks at me like I just, I just, pick, I literally just pick them up and need to get on my feet. Bye. Like you know, <laughs> that was the only time it got in my car. But now it seems like they're going away. It seems like they're all like going away. So because. They were deafening when it was when like when they started, but now they're not nearly as bad where I'm at. So that's kind of good. Yeah. Um, but the next question about COVID nineteen did that prevent any type of filming? And was there any COVID nineteen uh, safety measures in place? Um, if COVID nineteen safety measures all the way, hundred percent around the clock. Um, everyone know we get on set with a mask. If you're um not filming, we all have gotten um either gotten their shots or um uh, we bring the um get tested. I'm a faithful get tester. Yeah. Tester. Yeah, but still, but um, but um, yeah, um, yeah, just everyone mask on, and for not, it, it was very comfortable, very clean. I love being on set. Um, like yeah, and we, you know, there are some sets out there that doesn't be on protocol. So then, yeah. So, but uh, being with um Rick, um Rick and well Rick and Matt, all the guys that they make everyone feel comfortable. Everything is laid out and set up, ready to go. That's awesome. It really is. Uh, because, uh, I mean, this, this thing has really halted us for over a year. And I mean, it's good that the vaccines are coming out now and that, you know, that, you know, films or indie films, especially are able to be made. And, uh, now that they're being made, like people are taking it seriously. It's not like, well, we're, we're going to do this indie film and we're not right. going to precautions like like taking it seriously because it is a serious thing like if somebody gets sick on your watch that's not that you know that might not be you know good publicity <laughs> so the last question i got for you uh do you have any other film projects that you would like to promote to the listening and viewing audience um so the, oh, i can't talk about that one so there's one i can't talk about but um so so we have i mean well one uh maroon that's already dropped um so if anyone hasn't checked out maroon the um uh, the new link would be we're going to get it in a due time it's on a you know hush hush measures but we're going to get the link to that that was a little short that i did director chris edwards jb arbogast amazing anyone who did see it trust me like to see what you guys did them guys did with that was amazing so maroon all the way team maroon love you guys um i have another short that's coming out that's called masquerade um Oh Jesus! I don't have the exact date, but um, it's masquerade. That one's coming out. Um, Shriek Show going to be dropping this fall. That has been a roller coaster to get made. COVID tried to kick us in the a. Dude, it tried to like we that that took so much blood, sweat, tears. It was amazing working with Brad Twig, 
Chris, Daniel, all those guys, they literally are my they they're the they they were my first horror film family. Nice. Love them, love them to death. Oh my god. So we have Shriek Show dropping this fall. Be on the lookout, be ready for it. And also I'm gonna be set to film this fall. We're gonna be filming uh Go Away and KOA, Killed on Arrival by Matt um, directed by Matt Burns. So this summer is gonna be I mean not summer, this fall is gonna be a nice blood filled. Awesome. It's gonna be like, cool. I can't wait to see it. I look forward uh, to interviewing some of the maybe the cast and crew of uh of uh, you know, killed on arrival and all that as well, because I know uh, Matt Burns was talking about that um, at the one uh, convention we were at together. I believe it was a uh, creature feature or some, yeah, creature feature. Um, yeah. So he was talking about that. And I can't wait to see that movie as well. That's gonna be a good one. So yeah. uh, definitely uh, check that out and check all the other ones out. Streak show this fall. Definitely check that out. I know I will be because I can't. I, that looks really good. Like some yeah. stuff I've been seeing about that looks really good. Dude, if you're ever doing an interview, want to do an interview with all with us that cast. Yeah. Oh let me know. I'm ready. Absolutely. Oh yeah. my god, that cast is just such. It's <laughs> laughing nonstop, constantly, yeah. just good That's time awesome. to finish. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I would be honored to have even you know the cast of Shriek show on, maybe even the cast of Kill on Arrival. So, uh-huh. Like, I mean, it's good doing you know inter- individual interviews, but I mean, because like, I have the free Zoom, so uh, I only get forty minutes in group interviews. Right. Um, but uh, I, I mean, ha- when you have a full cast, I mean, like sometimes it gets overwhelming to get like you know to get every single one of them on individually because you can you only have somebody you can do it a day. I work till two o'clock every day, and then yeah. on weekend Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays, I'm not really that available. So uh, so. Um, yeah like i only have pr- roughly four days a week and possibly two time slots a day so uh i mean it would be good to do some group interviews I, um like i have you and rick coming on um on monday again um i would love to have you know the killed on arrival cast i'll talk to matt burns set that up whenever we can get that work and maybe we could do it after the movie wraps that way uh, we can have more information about it that we can spew out there like you know release dates and all that um and then even get i can get the shriek oh, cast uh, if you want to uh get my information to the uh director oh dude, definitely done 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 Got yeah you. awesome uh, that'd be amazing but i thank you bruce and i am looking forward to monday oh yeah that, i can't wait i cannot wait <laughs> yeah it'll be fun having you and uh, rick on and sharing some stories and talking about some stuff about uh kill on uh, yeah kill our rival okay talking about serious profession <laughs> <laughs> and uh i like i said before i let you go um for everybody uh that's wondering like i said bruce will be on with rick on monday um i will be discussing um some stuff that i didn't talk about individually with rick or with bruce um mostly about if there's a release day yet and if so when um who their characters are i'll be discussing and uh i'll be discussing some things like that um just maybe some stories that they had on set stuff like that so um i will definitely uh like the you know talk about some of that stuff together with them and so i didn't ask purposefully i didn't ask uh some of those questions because i wanted to make sure we asked them with them together so yeah awesome well i thank you bruce no you're very welcome man yeah you have a great rest of your day stay safe you too yeah you take that tongue tied again you too stay safe thank you for having me anytime no problem thank you bye